0: As we continue to work through our fall championships, we're going to talk with Doug Fessler, Assistant Executive Director today, who is in charge for the first year in the sport of girls golf. Welcome to the podcast.
1: Thank you very much.
0: So girls golf is our second sport to kick off in the fall championships. Let's first talk about the dates. When do we have girls golf championships?
1: So our championships this year will be on October 16th and 17th, Monday and Tuesday, In girls golf, we have four classes. So there are four different locations throughout the state. Class one will be over at Sedalia Country Club. Class two will be over at Twin Hills and Joplin. Class three will be at Crown Point in Farmington. And class four at Silo Ridge in Bolivar.
0: And we have a qualifier for high school girls golf in Missouri. What's the qualifier?
1: So it has switched a little bit this year. Last year, the advisory committee, and I, I will say it's been two years ago, that the advisory committee made a change to have the district tournaments held on one of three dates. Those dates this year are October 5th, October 6th, which is the Thursday and Friday, and October 9th. But it's the Thursday, Friday, or Monday, depending on course availability of when they can have those dates. From there, the top two teams that that are in each district plus the next 13 individuals qualify for the state tournament in all ties. With those top two teams, what it does is count the four out of five scores. If your fifth golfer then is within 10 strokes of the bottom qualifier this year, then they have qualified as well. So that's a, a little wrinkle. It had just been top two teams and only the top four scores that you count go. This year the advisory committee put in, if that fifth score is within 10 strokes of the last individual qualifying score, then they are allowed to compete as well.
0: So we have how many districts per class?
1: Four districts per class. So there's four different district sites in each class.
0: So we have the potential for two qualifying teams who qualify as a team Mm -hmm. out of four different districts. So there's eight qualifying teams minimum at the state championships. And let's talk a little bit about high school team golf. Mm -hmm. So a school can enter up to five individuals in the district girls golf tournament, correct?
1: That is correct, yep.
0: And if they enter at least four individuals in the District Girls Golf Tournament, they have the opportunity to score as a team. Correct. So a team score is the sum of your top four finishers, and you can have up to five total that are playing.
1: That is correct. That's the same throughout the year. Usually a team, if they go to compete in a match or a tournament, they will list five individuals as their team And then you always take the best four out of five scores. So one's always thrown out. And so you total those scores and just just rank order after that. You know, you could have a, a day where you maybe you have a great competitive team, all five players, they're listed number one through five, but it doesn't mean that, you know, your best score is always going to be one through four. You know, your fifth player may come up and, and have that score. And so that was one change for the advisory committee to allow that fifth golfer a uh, way for them to get through without automatically just going through.
0: Now, in the previous episode, we were talking girls tennis. Girls tennis is one of our individual sports, but it has a team team. Mm-hmm. It's our only individual sport that has an individual tournament separate from the team tournament. Right. In girls' golf and other individual sports, we have one final competition and that competition has two components one is the individual component so we will have an individual medalist or you might say state champion potentially co-state champions Mm -hmm. in each of the four classes and then there is a team component where those individuals that have competed can contribute to a team score and it would be possible correct me if I'm wrong Doug for a school that isn't one of the top two teams out of a district to qualify four individuals, it is possible for that to happen. Absolutely. And Absolutely. if they qualify four or five individuals, they can also compete as a team in the state championships.
1: Absolutely, yeah. So any school that qualifies four individuals, whether they were first or second at the district, they will qualify as a team and compete as a team as well at the state tournament. You know, the reason behind that, you may have some districts that are very competitive throughout the state. So what you do basically is this, is you take the top two teams, you know, the eight individuals for sure, and you're going to throw eight scores out. Then you're going to look at everybody else in the district. How did they score today? It's just going to go one through 13 in rank order. and With ties. With ties at mm-hmm. the end. And if there are, you know, a total of 15 individuals with the ties that are there, if there are four members of the same school that are there, then they will qualify as a team. Now what the advisory committee looked at is If your last score, I'll throw out a score, is 110 is your last individual qualifying score. The two teams that qualified automatically, your number one and number two team in the district, if their number five had a score within 10 strokes of that, so shot a 120 or better, then they would also qualify.
0: Okay. Our rule book for Mm -hmm. golf, we use USGA rules. As we have this conversation, we're going to continue to have this conversation about how our state tournament works I want the listeners to understand that our state and and specifically our coaches make recommendations to our board of directors who accept those rules. And it is our board of directors to determine the terms on which we're going to have a state championship. and, And that's in all of our sports and activities. And so our golf coaches get together and make these recommendations to our board. The board decides yay or nay, and that's how our tournament is run. And so if you have heard about how a tournament in a different state, a girls' golf tournament in a different state, and and no, they don't do it that way. They might not because it's our schools, our membership, that really come up with the terms for our state tournament, especially in a sport like golf. There are a number of ways— you can play the right. sport. Now, the the way to count strokes and all of those things, that, that doesn't change. But how the scoring works mm-hmm. and how the winner is determined looks differently, really, in many different areas.
1: It is. And we're one of very few states that have this many individuals that are able to qualify for the state tournament, along with a team concept. You know, I found it interesting in our summer meeting. We were kind of talking about what every state does, that they might bring one or two individuals Per district, there to compete, kind of like the NCA, but they may bring three or four teams from each, you know, district. I do like ours. Ours has a team component to it, but it also has that individual component. You know, especially when you get to our smaller classes, they might not have you know three or four or five good players, but they have one or two, and and so I think we really have the best of both worlds.
0: We certainly have probably one of the most balanced in the country. This team versus individual, which if you are a school with strong team golf, you may not like it. If you're a school that doesn't have strong team golf, you also may not like it because (laughs) there might not be enough focus on the individual competition. Missouri's always been kind of a state that tries to to compromise, Mm -hmm. and that's kind of where we are. That's how our state tournament runs. So let's talk about the tournament itself. You say it runs on Monday and Tuesday, Mm -hmm. October 16th, 16th, 17th, mm -hmm. in four different venues across the state, four different classes. It's a two-day tournament, and I'm not aware in high school girls golf in Missouri, are there any two-day tournaments in the regular season that you're aware of?
1: Not that I'm aware of.
0: The goal Mm -hmm. is 36 holes of golf. That's Mm -hmm. the goal. And I say it's the the goal goal. because because we can have an 18-hole tournament if we need to for various reasons, and most of those are going to be based on weather. We're going to try to have a 36-hole tournament, a full two-day tournament, and let's talk individual first. So we're going to talk about the individual golf tournament, and then I'm going to get back to team when we okay. talk about that two-day component. So how large are our groups that go out? We often call them pairings. They're not pairings. Right. Pairings are twos. But how large are our groups? How do we start? Are we tee time or are we shotgun? How do we organize each day of this tournament?
1: So usually on the first day, we do it a little unique. Our first day, the teams are paired up. They will play together the eight teams that are qualified usually go off together off hole one i believe there's some tee times that are below that there is another wave that goes off of 10 so we tee off both one and ten at the same time and then they intermingle obviously switch sides so any playing field that consists of 90 players or less we use threesomes typically right now the way our event's set up that is the way most of it is so they're playing in threesomes not foursomes I will say that there is a foursomes put together if, for some reason, we have some odd numbers and there were to be a twosome. We don't want to have a twosome out there, so we put them in a foursome. But that's generally how it goes. That's day one. Right now, day two, it goes by truly by score, and kind of like you would see on TV with professionals, if you shot low or shot a really good score the first day, you'll go off last. And... We have a system of having it to where the best scores are coming in, starting on one and finishing on 18, you know, kind of together as groups. Currently, that's our system.
0: And so the scoring is you get your 18-hole score on day one. You're going to come back, play the same course on day two. You're going to take the sum of your two-day scores, and that's your tournament score as an individual. That is correct. And we're going to rank that lowest to highest with ties. And how many are medalists?
1: The top 15 individuals will become our state medalists. And then we give out four team trophies, you know. So the top four teams in the state. And again, if you know anything about golf, you know obviously the lower the score is better. So you know, we, same thing with the teams. If there's a team that happens to qualify five, you don't count all five scores. You still only count the four. So you take the lowest of the of the team scores added up, and and that's your overall winner.
0: You're going to take your, your best four scores per, on day one your best four and four. add it to the best four scores on day two, which correct. may or may not be the same four players. Correct. That okay. Is correct. And that's how the team winners are determined. Mm-hmm. So that's how the two tournaments work kind of at the same time. Again, it's an individual tournament with a team scoring component. How do we deal with officials? Do we have any officials for state golf?
1: Absolutely. In working with the Missouri Golf Association, the MGA, they help secure four MGA rules officials for each site. And it works out to be a very good number. Two can be on the front, two can be on the back. And and they are there to help with any rules questions or what we call official rulings that may happen it is very unique in that golf is a self-governing sport throughout the regular season. I believe tennis may be this way too. There's not officials. They do not have them throughout the regular meets. Even the district tournament does not have officials at their tournaments. So golf, the players have to know a lot of the rules on their own. The coaches have to know a lot of the rules. And then You hope by the time you get to the state tournament that those rules officials are not needed. (laughs) But as all of us that have been there quickly find out that, oh hey, because of there I want to ask them a question if it's okay. (laughs) Sometimes they find out they've been doing some stuff wrong all year and they do get a penalty for it that day. But we just don't have enough officials throughout the state to warrant having them at, at every contest or every meet. And so we really make a concerted effort throughout the year to You know, make sure the coaches know the rules of golf, which I will almost say with 100% certainty, every golf coach in the state of Missouri does not know every rule of golf. There is many, many out there. I've been around the sport many years, and I don't know all the rules of golf, but the ones that you should know to be able to play a match, and that's what we, you know, concentrate on.
0: MGA stands for Missouri Golf Association, and it's a division of the USGA. Every state would have a state level of their golf association. Again, we use USGA rules, and we have the four MGA officials on the course. And what are the coaches doing during a state championship?
1: Hopefully, they are out with their players coaching them. That has been a topic of discussion, however, too much coaching can result in slow play. And as a golfer, any golfers out there know they like to have a flow to their game. And, and kind of like in any sport, you'd love to have a good flow. Sometimes there's backups depending on the course. But it has been a topic of conversation amongst our advisory committee to regulate slow play, to keep the pace going. It is a very big concern right now amongst coaches. There is some (laughs) rounds throughout the year because of the nature of the sport and because of maybe the level that the player is at. That may take three and a half hours to play nine holes, and that's that's just way too long. So we encourage coaches to please coach up your kids. We do not want you to not coach up your kids. However, once you understand that there is a pace of play that is recommended, and be honest with you, I can go. It's thirteen minutes for a par three. 14 for a par four and 15 for a par five. And some coaches ignore it, some don't. And we do stress it at the state tournament, though, because it is getting darker. There is time limits. And we want to get through it, and we want everybody to have a good experience.
0: And there I mean, there are some, some limitations. They can't coach on the greens, Correct. those kinds of things. What if I've got multiple golfers? How do mm-hmm. I handle that?
1: Hopefully you have an assistant. That's huge. You can only have a maximum of two. So, And that's something the advisory committee brings up. We haven't had it, hardly, I can't say ever, but we, there haven't been many requests to have more than two coaches. That's what most schools allow a maximum. But they do go out and share, you know, from a person that has coached and had multiple and then had my daughter there and, and had a whole team there. Those coaches are running around the golf course and, and doing the best they can to cover, to make sure the kids are doing okay. I will tell you that at the state level, by the time you get there, most girls and guys are very comfortable with. I know what's going on. I can. I can do this. But I like to call it moral support more than coaching. You know, there's not a lot of strategy left besides um, hit that little ball to that little hole in as less time as you can, and don't hit these trees and hit at the water stuff like that. But you know, it's more of you got this, you can do this. It's moral support, and and the coaches are running around.
0: It's not different than the regular season. No, um, you know, you if your no. team is all out there playing. It's it always a, a concern. Absolutely. We also use coaches to help to administer the tournament.
1: Yes, the coaches once they qualify for districts, they will be hearing from me, and I'll be asking them to fill in positions primarily for starters for uh, scoring at the end. Those are the two main ones: is the starters table, the scoring area. There's usually about oh ten or so spots we ask coaches to volunteer between both days and hopefully we have enough coaches that step up there's enough there but hopefully you have enough coaches to step up that they just have to do one day and there is a time that we we do ask coaches to do both days you know and and being my first year this, I'm going by what Greg had, had put in place beforehand. And this is kind of my plea now. I'm not sure when this will be aired for sure, but my plea now to coaches please step up and volunteer because I know Greg has to ask a lot or end up assigning. And it looks a lot better if we can just have the coaches say, hey, I'll help out for a day. And But again, depending on what your position is, you may not be able to be out on the course the entire time. And, and some coaches like it, some some don't.
0: What about spectators? How can I watch?
1: All our tickets at state will be digital. They'll be all sold online, like the rest of our championships. You can purchase tickets through our mission website for ten dollars a day and watch all day. Follow your son, daughter, you know, granddaughter, nephew, niece, whatever it is. Follow them all day. There's not many regulations. What you can do is you can clap, you know, cheer out loud if you like for your daughter or whoever you're watching. But we ask that you do that for every opponent. We understand that you're there to, to support one person, but it's unique where we're filled up on all 18 holes out there, so there's a lot of noise going on. But we encourage you to, again, encourage your players supporting. We want you to support them. At the same time, we ask you to stay back 30 feet at least, or I think we've actually said now. You need to be with the last golfer of the group. Wherever that golfer is, you need to kind of stay in line with them. You can't go up ahead of everybody, and you can't lag behind. And people always ask, well, why is that? I should be able to go up there. Well, if you've ever been on a golf course, depending on which ones they are, holes are tight and balls are flying everywhere. It's really for safety. You know, We ask you to stay on the cart path and stay with that last golfer.
0: We don't have the ability to effectively broadcast our state golf championships on Misha.tv, but we do have live scoring every three holes through Mm -hmm. Golf Genius that can be accessed on our website. Quote unquote, watch it. You can watch as the scores update and it, you know, it takes about 45 minutes to an hour for those scores to update every three holes, but you can get a, a sense of how the tournament is going. Anything else you'd like to highlight as we prepare for our girls golf championships in October?
1: I think the biggest thing as we come into this is you always hope for great weather. It's not even for the coaches, it's for the kids. You know, you want them to have the best experience possible. This is one of those championships that we can't move indoors. It's hard to delay a day. These courses are selected five years in advance. And so golf courses have busy schedules. In the the fall and in the spring during these times, so in October and May, these courses are jam packed, and they are giving up their courses for basically three days because there's also a practice round available on on Sunday. That's changed a little bit, but they're giving up their course for essentially two solid days and another day for the girls in this case to practice and be on the course, you know. And so pray for good weather. You ask that you know you leave the course better shape than you found it, and that everybody has a good experience and We want spectators to come out. We want them to follow online. We want to make this championship as great as we can under any circumstances that we have. And and knock on wood, we'll have good weather this year.
0: Yeah, we want to thank the communities of Joplin, Bolivar, Farmington, and Sedalia, where we will host this year, for welcoming our student-athletes and coaches and officials as they host our tournaments. And we appreciate those club pros we appreciate the cvbs and all other folks who helped to bring those championship to those areas so thank you doug for helping us understand how a girls golf championship will run and you have been listening to the misha all access podcast this is dr jennifer Ruxstad, the executive director of the missouri state high school activities association thank you for listening to the Misha all access podcast and having an interest in missouri high school activities and athletics If you enjoyed today's episode of the Misha All Access podcast or any of the episodes in this podcast, please consider subscribing or liking with your favorite podcast provider. It helps other people find us. and We really appreciate you listening and supporting the Missouri State High School Activities Association.